0: Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren.
0: And I'm your host, Leanne.
1: And this week, are you cozy and comfortable? Do you have a tea or a coffee? (laughs) I do. Or some
0: kind of beverage? In my Luke Skywalker mug, I do. Look at you! (laughs) Oh my god, I love that mug. I think you showed me that mug before.
1: It's so great. It was like, it was uh, from... Disney.com and they had uh-huh. a Luke Skywalker mug and they never have Luke products. Now they do because no, of the Mandalorian, no, yeah. but back in the day they didn't. It's orange, like the Rebel Rebel pilots. Which it's I got love. His very handsome Empire Strikes Back face on there. Extremely
0: handsome. You know, speaking of which, they are coming out with Funko just announced all new Funko Pops. Oh. For really? the people who care out there, but they do have a Luke. One really? from the Mandalorian with holding. Oh, Brogu. I did hear about that, and I'm probably gonna order it and I was gonna have say. more Luke. I only have him and his X Wing as a Funko, so yeah, but it's Luke.
1: awesome. I don't have any Luke Funkos, I only have the Clone Wars, Obi Wan, and Anakin that you got me. This is true. Well, are those like, are the
0: only two you really need.
1: That's true, and I have Truly. the Batman one, the Batman one you got for me also.
0: That's right, the Comic Con 2019, uh, <laughs> 2019- no, yeah, 2019 limited edition.
1: What was that like? Batman's 80th birthday or something like that? It was
0: some celebration because uh, my friend who went that year with me, he attended that panel. So Yeah.
1: Well, thank you for my collectibles. You're welcome. <laughs> Funkos are fun.
0: And today we're talking about comforting fun. Anything Star Wars that just comforts you in a time of need.
1: Yes. it's What, what did we say last week? Self-care with Star Wars. Yes, I love that. Yes,
0: self-care with Star <laughs> Wars, which, man... I was thinking about this prior to recording and that could really mean anything it in could. my book. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the time or what my feeling is or if I'm in my feels, what I'm what I'm looking <laughs> for, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's like whatever different
1: parts of Clone Wars can serve oh Clone Wars. Oh, Friday and slip. That's my the, comfort
0: item. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
1: Certain parts of Star Wars is what I was trying to say can be a comfort just depending on <laughs> not the endings None of the endings are yeah, no no
0: no not the um not the tragedy that always seems to follow anything Star Wars but
1: yeah well so many people have used it and they say uh, a lot of the actors who have met fans say that they've heard you know, Star Wars got me through a really dark period in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the escapism, I'm sure. But I was
0: just going to say it's a fantasy world that you can dip into and dip Mm -hmm. out of whenever you feel like it. Like, that's why we have the arts, you know, Mm -hmm. music, literature, movies, anything like that. And I do find myself... I, I gravitate towards, you know, the movies and the animations, but I also gravitate towards, like, flipping through various Star Wars books and, you know, just reading a couple chapters here and there because I'm a big reader, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or going to a comic. You gifted me some amazing comics. Thank you. No, oh, um, Darth Vader series. Nothing about <laughs> Darth Vader seems cozy, but it is to me because <laughs> me. <laughs> but, you know, it's just something easy, like, I need – a half hour just to decompress before mm-hmm. I have to move on to my next thing. I'll watch a Clone Wars episode same. and I'll make, it, I'll look up one of the more lighthearted ones like Dooku captured. What, what a mess, right?
1: When <laughs> and
0: Obi-Wan and Dooku and Hondo are all just a mess yes. at the same time together. That just brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anytime and, Hondo's there, it's hard to not feel joy.
0: This is true. <laughs> You know, you sit and you and I, we prepare our tea, and sometimes you and I like FaceTime and just have a cup of tea together. And we always say, "Oh, we want to have a, a Clone Wars night together." And we used to because there used to be, um, a Netflix party when Clone Wars was on Netflix.
1: That was some of my favorite watching of Clone Wars. We, I would laugh so hard, and it was just a. typing chat it wasn't like a video chat and like some of the stuff we would just type to each other would make me laugh so hard
0: yeah and and the minutes we would both write pause go back rewind we need to rewatch this this
1: scene because we would rewind like so many times that we'd freak out the interface and it would freeze
0: and we'd have to like relaunch it yes you know and that's one of my complaints with disney plus and hopefully you know if anyone's listening out there um They do have a reaction ability for episodes, but it's, like, emojis only.
1: Right. There's no, like, And it's just no
0: point. And I wish that there was a way to interact more with people who can... Hey, and maybe there is something out there that we don't know of, but I've done my research. I can't find anything that's, you know, third party or otherwise that allows you to do what the Netflix party extension used to do for Netflix. Right, right. For Disney Plus, so... And how great yeah. would it be
1: because then we could actually do watch parties with, like, people listening to the podcast. and Yes. Like, well,
0: now that you bring it up, we do have very loose, unformulated plans to do so on Twitch. So that's true, yeah. Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> We're working like, out the details. <laughs> we want to
1: start streaming on Twitch, like, maybe once a week, just as a hangout, so we can yeah. actually, like have some, like, active conversations with people and, like, watch, like, Rogue One together and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: So what do you turn to? What's your go-to?
1: Well, I have gotten through some very hard times by using Star Wars stuff, and (laughs) it sounds really weird, but it, it really worked well for me. Like, I had really bad insomnia for a long time, And I would put my laptop right next to my bed and turn it Mm -hmm. all the way down to the very last volume so you could barely hear it. And then I'd put a Clone Wars episode on, and that was how I would fall asleep for like a year. So like the sound of James Arnold Taylor's voice particularly, it's like very comforting to me because that was something that I listened to every day for a whole year. And I know it sounds crazy, but like, I was having a really hard time, and I could not fall asleep if if I didn't have something. It was, like, so quiet, my brain would try to hear it, but it was too quiet to actually hear, and then I would fall asleep. Yeah. So it was perfect. So the sound of, like, Obi-Wan's voice and the sound of Luke's voice also, uh, to me, are, mm-hmm. like, those are my comfort characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, like, A New Hope in particular is going Oh, very...
0: I was going to mention A New Hope. It's yeah. funny because... Empire Strikes Back is my favorite, mm-hmm. but A New Hope is the one that I always put on, mm-hmm. which, which that's interesting that we both, I mean, it's, of course we both said that, <laughs> you and I are so well, damn similar.
1: I mean, but it's lighter. It's like a little bit funnier. It's not so depressing as some, so if you're needing comfort, that is the yeah. one that's like yeah. a space adventure.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And... I just yeah, a space adventure that I can disappear into. Yeah. Because that's what I need sometimes.
1: Well, and there's a lot of great humor in A New Hope that I always mm. forget about until I'm rewatching it, you know, like the part with Han in the uh, the cell yes. bay where he's yes. like, "Everything fine. Situation normal." Yeah. <laughs> yes. We need to make like a pin or a sticker that just says we "Situation do.
0: normal." That's fantastic! Oh my god, it would be so applicable to so many things too. Right in life, the irony I do have, of it all.
1: I do have a pin that says "Fly Casual," which I think is hilarious. Oh, I know! I
0: saw that one. I love that one. I, I love, love that, that pin one. Of yours. <laughs>
1: but it could also be taken out of context as like some sort of like, <laughs> "I fly casual," kind of like a uh, swinger. <laughs> I
0: I could see how that might be
1: maybe if it was like 1945 maybe not now I don't know I <laughs> mean hey
0: <laughs> I was thinking like, <laughs> I, I don't that's I never thought of that but you're right you you always bring up good points that I'm not thinking of I don't know if it's because I'm not quick enough or what the hell but <laughs> I don't know I think it's well, my brain. wink wink <laughs> yeah
1: it's because my brain is an 85 year old man that's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little too old fashioned for myself.
0: <laughs> she says as she sips from her Luke Skywalker mug, which I love that by the way. We are we can see each other when we record even though we're not in the same room. We're doing yeah. it via FaceTime on our iPhones and it's just it's fun. You know what's cozy? Hmm. This podcast. This yes. has become you and I's escape. <laughs> the thing we look forward to, the thing we can't wait to do to get to hang out together. And yeah. it totally breaks me away from, you know, everything else I'm doing. I get to sh- literally shut down everything for however long we decide to record for. Mm-hmm. And I get to hang with my bestie. I mean, yes, it doesn't get better than that. No, it it doesn't. And we can't be the only podcast out there that, that thinks that, I mean, I'm sure not, but yeah, we've met some, okay, quote unquote, met we've, interacted and befriended a lot of Star Wars podcast people in becoming most things kenobi if you will mm-hmm. and they're all like-minded souls so it's it's kind of nice i mean we're all we're all doing this because we love it and it's our escape so yeah you we could were... chalk the podcast up as a as a comfort
1: absolutely i think it's and i listen to it <laughs> which i know people say is really weird when you listen to your own podcast but no i do because they're so fun to record and we usually laugh so hard that when i go back and listen to it after it's edited i hear stuff that i I didn't hear even though i was having the conversation and i laugh my ass
0: off listening to us i just like same because i end up texting you about it like what the hell are we doing (laughs) i love it though it's always
1: so fun i just like last week when I was talking about C three PO and R two D two being yes bitch droid, totally forgot I said that. And then when I heard it, and I didn't. I laughed so hard. It was a great line. It was pretty funny. We need to needle point that on a pillow. Oh,
0: poor three PO. We love you, three PO. You, you are bitch a, of a droid. Such a bitch. Oh my God. Would this be weird, but I have a game room full of things mm-hmm. from my favorite fandoms. You know this. I love to come in my game room where my PS5 is and sit down and stare at my things and play my PlayStation with all my RGB lights on and stuff. Like, is yeah. that rather materialistic of me or have I just created a safe space? I like to think of it as a safe split, safe space. Yeah. Sorry. It's hard to say.
1: (laughs) Words are hard. (laughs) You need to take a
0: sip of tea. Yeah, I should. (laughs) But this is like my little safety blanket room in my house. Yeah.
1: I have the same. My office is, it's still kind of like a work in progress because we just moved in not too long ago. But I have my... Bulletin board full of pins waiting Mm -hmm. to be put up on the wall. I have, like, Mm -hmm. my closet actually has a bookshelf in it. So there's, like, books in the closet. There's my bookcase on the wall. Like, I... It's a great comfort to me when I unpack my books and
0: put them on a shelf
1: and organize them. And then I even like to go back and, like, dust them and clean them, taking them down and putting them back up. No, I totally get it.
0: Yeah. Having shelves of books i don't care what kind of books mm-hmm. is like a wonderful thing especially if you're a big time reader like both of us are mm-hmm. i love my book collection and i just i, I totally get that yeah and especially like i know a lot of things are electronic now they're digital you can get digital books and, and there's nothing wrong with that but there is nothing better than the feel of a book in your hand like a yeah. physical book in your hand totally be it agree. paperback or hardback love them both
1: i do too especially the mass market paperbacks they fall apart you know after years and they get all yellow but that feeling of that size it's like it means you're you've got something you can stick in your pocket or take with you where you're going or like you're going on a trip and this is something you bought in the airport you know I'm the same I love and I used to work in a bookstore and you basically just give your paycheck back to (laughs) the bookstore that you're working at Everybody I worked with had a to-read pile that was, like, six feet tall. I
0: believe it.
1: And they had a shelf for employees where you could put it on hold. And it was just, like, everybody's hold shelf was full because... I believe it. You get access to stuff before it comes out. You, If you're shelving it, you can see. You're like, oh, I want this one. I want this one. hmm <laughs> Yeah, I have, like, I have found... Star Wars books that I didn't remember I had because I finally took them out of storage because I finally like own my own house and I can actually put things out. And I had like a, I think it was, I don't know if it was 20th or 30th anniversary book. That's like a mm-hmm. coffee table book. It's huge. Oh. And now we're at like the 40th anniversary, whatever. Yes. And yeah. so. I had forgotten I had that. It's a giant photograph book and it's so beautiful and has all these awesome stories and I can't wait to actually read it. It's been in storage for years. Oh my gosh, you gotta get you gotta yank that out. I know. It's real And, and then show
0: it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well when you come visit, you're gonna love just like looking through all my crap that I have. Oh, I'll spend I'll spend a good amount of time like, Don't mind me, I'm just here. I'll play yeah, just with your dog while I look go. at your <laughs> while I look at your books.
1: <laughs> She's so cute every time I get like something in the mail she wants to smell it
0: <laughs> oh well she has, so, it has to meet her approval
1: that yeah way. so I'll like let her smell the envelope and then I take out the pin or the artwork Aww. whatever I bought and it's really cute yeah. she's the only thing she really freaked out with was the lightsaber because it makes a noise and it kind of scared well her. yeah I mean
0: a weapon for a more civilized age <laughs> she does not agree <laughs>
1: yeah her teeth are weapon enough so.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> Is there, like, a specific Clone Wars episode that you turn to? I guess you said stuff with Hondo, but is there anything, like, a go-to for you every time will always put
0: you in a better mood? A better mood? <laughs> People are going to judge me. No. <laughs> I really love the Point Rain.
1: All yeah. the episodes
0: that involve the Geonosis you know when they go down like Anakin and Obi-Wan and the clones they go down to the the uh queen the queen's mm-hmm. lair if you will yeah. the whole arc is enjoyable for so many reasons but i really love the episode where they go to pantora or not the pan- not the moon but the ice the ice planet pantora oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. and they try to negotiate with the um those little creatures. Mm-hmm. Well, they're yeah. not little. They're actually large. And Anakin draws the like Oh yeah, yeah. Friendship. <laughs> Yeah, like I I really like that episode. Plus, they look great in winter gear, and we get to see it so infrequently. Oh my gosh, it's like the only time we see them in their puffer jackets. Yes, and their ski goggles and their hats. And I am here for this because yeah. I am a winter lover myself. Yeah, as we all found out in in the planets episode when I said I would move to Hoth in a heartbeat. I mean, <laughs> no, but I love that episode, and I love love love. I always watch this one. Um the the Lerman episode where oh, they crash yeah. land and Anakin's hurt, but then uh Ayla, Sakura Sakura and uh Ahsoka and Rex and all them well Rex stays behind with Anakin, but they go to the Lerman village and like yeah. interact with them and I really love those episodes. I always end up rewatching re watching those.
1: Those are awesome. I love the giant trees
0: in that episode. Oh I with know the big with the pods. pods. Mm-hmm. Yes. The world building is, you know, because the the comfort of it all is all these different places that exist in this fake world
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you get to revisit time and time again, you yeah. know. And it's not always a great ending to an episode. Like <laughs> stuff is dramatically happening in each episode, but at least it's not real world drama, you know, well, which can get very weary.
1: And as depressing as it is sometimes, it's not gruesome ever. Yeah. So you know, there are some fandoms where I feel like you're not entirely sure what you're gonna get sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like and even Batman can be that way. Sometimes you know you're you're in a certain like level of animation where the violence goes to a certain level, and then there's like the step up for Batman where it's a little mm-hmm. bit more disturbing. Mhm. Like The Joker movie is a great example. It's so good, yes. but like oh my so god. So good. I don't know if I can watch it more than once. It was super depressing but incredibly good. But with Star Wars, you you know what you're going to get, like with that level of tension. It never, like has pushed me to a place where I'm like, well, I can never watch that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever said that. Mm-mm. although it's so hard to watch Rogue One knowing what happens that's, but it's still so, but it doesn't stop. no, it's me like from so watching
1: it. It's poignant and it's rewarding in the sense that, like, at least they accomplished the mission they yes. set out to do.
0: and here's the here's the thing, the beautiful thing about star wars and the reason i think we in addition to so many turn to it for comfort is that the hero achieves something and the good guys win Mm -hmm. and there's so much injustice in the actual real world Mm -hmm. the good guys don't always win in fact they struggle really hard in the real world to to even even be heard yes Mm -hmm. and so it's nice to dip into a world where damn it there's a bunch of people that come together, they work towards a common good goal, and it works. And it's like, I think, especially in today's climate, we need that. We need to see it so that we have hope that yeah. our heroes, you know, our aren't real just life on heroes. TV. Yes.
1: yes. Well, they, there are people who argue that that's part of the problem with our obsession with superhero movies especially Mm. lately with all the marvel stuff is that like we're waiting for some hero to come save us and it's like Mm -hmm. we need to step up and do the good work ourselves and it's hard to get into that mindset when things feel pretty defeating and pretty down Mm -hmm. so i don't know i i'm torn between that opinion because it's like yeah Maybe it's too much escapism, but at the same time like I don't care, I need it right now.
0: Yeah, I don't care either. <laughs> and the I thing need is that. with Marvel is the Avengers lost. <laughs> yeah. They collectively lost in uh Infinity War. Yeah. And that was the most real thing that like holy shit, right? Like Yeah. Here's a bunch of chemically enhanced billionaire uh <laughs> you know, uber talented, uber violent I'm, I'm trying to cover all of them in my head. Um, right. Each Avenger. <laughs> physically enhanced. I, I, did I cover everything? Um, individuals that couldn't take down the bad guy, and then they had to restructure it, and then literally come back and try it again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at least, you know, there's some realism in it, but I, if I had to sit around and wait for Tony Stark to save me, I'm not sure that I would ever... <laughs> I'd, I'd be waiting for a very long time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But if you're waiting for Luke Skywalker to save you, it might not be such a long wait. But... No,
0: it might not be such a long wait, but I'm not trying to hate on I love Tony, but... Ah, uh, who doesn't? You know. I guess
1: there might be people out there who don't, but I love Tony Stark.
0: Yeah. Well, part of it is because RDJ is so goddamn likable yeah. and so freaking good in that role.
1: Nobody else could play it. Nobody. No. He's no. he's the only one.
0: And he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. like Mark Hamill is forever Luke Skywalker, despite all of his amazing talents that he has yeah. with the rest of his, you know, recording and, and, and cinema career, if you will, mm-hmm. between voice acting and, you know, he's our Luke and he knows it and he's yeah. happy to be that.
1: I mean, he's, <laughs> the, yeah, he owns that role. There are certain roles in Star Wars that like a bunch of different actors have played, but with Luke, it really has to mm-hmm. be Mark Hamill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I honestly, I feel like that with, like, Leia and Han also. I know they had, I don't actually know the name of the actor who played Han in Solo. Um, I didn't really like that movie.
0: So I don't yeah, really know. I it, it fell a little short for me. I liked some characters. I liked... I liked Chewie. Well, yeah, yes. Yes.
1: That was fun. And Lando. Yeah. Lando was on. pretty great.
0: That was. Awesome. Uh, I'm just sad that they they didn't uh, we didn't get more Kira because like it was kind of a storyline that just like boop ended. Well like, they had the big surprise
1: ending with Maul. With Maul and like <laughs> that's it. Okay. It flopped so hard that everybody was just like, don't care. <laughs> don't care yeah. what the sequel was supposed to be. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was but it was very flat. Y- like you've gotta have Harrison Ford's delivery. That's what makes Han Solo, so I just, yes. yeah. And definitely Han and Leia are comfort characters, too.
0: Oh, I was going to say Leia for sure, because, I mean, there's nothing I love more than in the middle of winter, cuddled under some blankets with a cup of hot cocoa, Yeah, and I turn on... I turn on Empire Strikes Back, and she's just yelling and irritated at everyone. And I think she's my soul sister. <laughs> like, I feel so great to know there's another woman out there just like her. You know, it's <laughs> so very many, gratifying. We are not alone. No. <laughs> well, Even if I'm alone on my couch with my hot cocoa and my blankets, I I feel at one with yes. Leia.
1: You've got your spirit animal.
0: Yes. <laughs> Well,
1: Empire Strikes Back is like my holiday movie. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that your every year holiday movie? It is. (laughs) I wrap gifts for Christmas, sitting on the floor of my living room, like watching Empire Strikes Back every Mm -hmm. year. It's like tradition because it's snowy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yes. Yes, I think that's why I get my hot cocoa and and transport myself (laughs) to Hoth because why not right it
1: never fails to that then i just like move on to return to the jedi and then start a new hope after that i always watch it like out of order
0: <laughs> there is no preferred order when it comes not to really. i mean because it's whatever you're feeling right it's like what what am i what am i in the mood for today like yeah am i depressed i'll put on rogue one like <laughs> <laughs> am i feeling dark i'll put on the cadaver arc like
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah you want your soul crushed? Watch The Lawless.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Um, it's funny you said your holiday. Mine is a totally different fandom. Oh, really? Yeah. My obsession since I was a child with Northern Exposure. Hands up oh, if God. anyone out yes. there listening knows about the cult classic television series from the late 80s, early 90s. Northern Exposure. Yeah. Every December, I will run through seasons one through four, basically. Nice. One episode a day, if
1: I can do it. It's hard to find. I've tried to find it because my parents watched it. They used to record it on their VA. What the hell was it? What were those machines called that had like the VHS tapes? VCR. VCR. Oh (laughs) Oh, my God. We're boomers. I can't believe I forgot that. They haven't existed for a really long what time. What are those machines called? <laughs> I know. I love it. How does this phone work? How do I <laughs> wait? Just a minute. I've got to pause it. What's my password,
0: Leanne? We're not that old, are we? Shit. No, we're not that old. We're not. But still, like,
1: Anywho. when was the last time you touched a VCR? It was probably in 1992.
0: Probably, and I was probably watching the original trilogy because that's how I watched it back in the day.
1: <laughs> Same. Oh man, I had my own VCR for that. <clears throat> Anywho, my parents would record Northern Exposure on their VCR and watch it, so I remember it, but I didn't watch it myself. And I want to because I'm all about snow and mountains yes. and cold weather. So,
0: well, what's funny is, is it's it was actually filmed in a uh, in it's kind of right on the Cascade Ridge in Washington, mm-hmm. Washington State in the United States. Oh,
1: okay. And
0: I went to the location several times and I lived out my childhood slash teenage fantasy of being. The right. town looks ex- <laughs> exactly the same. Really? Exa- they kept Joel's office. They kept <laughs> KBHR radio. Uh, we're so sorry <laughs> if, if no one out there knows what we're talking about. It's it's a quirky, fun yeah television drama slash comedy and it's yeah it, it's that's what i watch every holiday season that's for adorable some reason i don't well, that, know but
1: that was like back in the 90s when they used to do quote unquote the lineup on tv where it'd be like oh, yes. tuesday night lineup or the friday night lineup it yes. was part of that stuff yeah oh man tripped on memory lane <laughs> i know <laughs> memories are
0: comforting though sometimes yeah Oh yeah, some I, I should say some some memories. <laughs> some some can make be me sad because yes. I get really nostalgic, and nostalgia makes me sad. Everyone yells at me and tells me why does it make you sad? It should make you smile. And it's like, well, because it makes me smile, it makes me sad. Like, <laughs> just... listen, I like Anakin Skywalker because I am Anakin Skywalker. I am a mess of emotions, and I can't figure any of them out. <laughs> You're moody AF. I'm I'm just a jumble. <laughs> Of emotion, that's all. Yeah. I don't kill younglings, though. Never have, never will. Just stating that for (laughs) for the good of the order.
1: (laughs) Because then I'm going to be the one standing there going, I can't watch anymore.
0: (laughs) No, I will never do that to you. Don't worry. Thanks. My space twin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be sent to have to stop you, Lee. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't worry. And you won't chop off my limbs. (laughs) I won't. Please don't chop off my. I can't. I can't. Although I wouldn't mind having a metal arm. (laughs) I shouldn't say that.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Be careful what you wish for." I wouldn't mind having a man with a metal arm. There,
0: there, there.
1: (laughs) Bucky or Anakin, if you're available.
0: Bucky or Anakin, yeah. Who would reach me first? (laughs) That's a comforting thought. Hey. Oh, Oh my god so let's turn it over to you as we always do what is your comforting part of star wars is there something you always end up turning to when you want to be comforted if you want to escape if you you know if you just need a little something for Mm self-care what is your star wars self-care moment yes
1: and if you have a comfort character somebody that the sound of their voice is very calming and soothing to you yeah we'd love to know all that stuff
0: we we covered multiple fandoms as well so maybe maybe Mm -hmm. it's not just exclusive to star wars it could be other fandoms we'd love to hear
1: yeah let us know definitely
0: last week we talked all about the clones and we asked you to tell us your favorite clone or your favorite moment that happened with the clones and it seemed to be pretty split across the board between Cody and Rex being everyone's favorite clone. Um, But, not to be outdone or to be forgotten, a resounding amount of support and love came for our favorite clone, Clone 99, who we know as the spirit and soul of the clones, if you will, and I think between the amount of responses that we saw Across all our social media platforms, 99 is definitely everyone's favorite clone. Also, don't forget, next week is our 20th episode. And we are going to celebrate by having a question and answer episode driven by you, our listeners and fans. So if you have a question, please visit us on our Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or our website, mostthingskenobi.com. Submit the form there. It'll get right to us, and we will answer it if it's not too invasive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've reserved the right to not answer any question we deem inappropriate. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us here on Most Things Kenobi, the podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always follow us over at mostthingskenobi.com.
0: So until next time, my dearest space twin, may the force be with you always.